folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Oh! Hey, everybody, it's Corey Poindexter, and I am here with your boy. Hello, 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 hello. It's Bob, and it's today your boy. on the Small Package Show, we have those results from UFC 227. Well, yeah. I mean, a little behind the times, but it's fine. Uh, who is Paul Heyman going to represent next? Did we find out? Ooh. Maybe. We have the second last, last Raw and SmackDowns before SummerSlam. Go home next week. Brah, 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 brah. Speaking of which, maybe someone from Small Package will be in the house. Uh, next week, the week after. At SummerSlam. Yeah. All that and more today on the Small Package Show. Bob, we practice this. Hit them with it. Small Package. Got him. All right, I forgot I changed it to We Are His Ronin. I was starting to sing the the old theme song. Nice try, fool. Yeah. Air conditioner. Back on. It's too hot. Deal with it. Wow. So rude. Yeah, just in case you guys forgot our new intro and outro music from Friends of the Show, We Are As Ronin. Thank you, Friends of the Show. Representing the 513 Cincinnati. Nasty Natty. Nasty Natty. Uh, you can check them out on Facebook. Search We Are As Ronin. They're also on Spotify. This is their songs, uh, Affliction Nonfiction, is the opener. And the close of the show is Clive Burns. It's off of the Immortal and Empty EP on Spotify. Speaking of Spotify, we are on Spotify. Whoa, we are. How did that happen? Listen to us there. Yeah, we are on If you want, I mean, Spotify. I'm going If you're listening to us anyway, that's good enough, really. No, no. Fuck that. If you're listening to us on, like... Podcast Republic, Pod Nation, Cast Box. You shut that shit off now. Uninstall. And you go listen to us on Spotify. What if they don't have a Spotify account? And you can still listen to us on Spotify without a Spotify premium. Whoa, you can listen to us with, for free on Spotify? I think they manually put ad breaks in, but um, you can listen to us for free on Spotify. Or on Podbean.com. That's where we're hosted. Check us out on Podbean. I... Why can't you listen to us on the other ones? You're being really elitist right now. Yeah, I am. I'm happy to for all of our listeners. This is a heel turn. Listening to us. This is a heel turn. Wow. Also, speaking of, we are as Ronan. uh, Brand, our friend Brandon over there is uh, working on some some cool stuff. We're gonna try to have sometime around SummerSlam, maybe right after SummerSlam, uh, a game show. Where we're gonna have we are is running cover a bunch of uh, wrestling themes. He's working on it now, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna put some of their metal flavor into these theme songs. Sprinkle, and we're gonna sprinkle. and we're gonna have some people come on the show I and want uh, metal Sasha Banks, dude. It would sound pretty tight, right? <laughs> They're not that kind of pig squealing fucking metal, um, but I agree. I think that. Uh, I would love to see if he could make Bailey's theme song music lyrics less intelligible. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. That would be fucking tight. I'm going to add that to the list. I didn't tell him to do Carmella's theme, but could you imagine Mella's theme with a fucking breakdown in it? That'd be fresh. Well, I just I just imagine him start by like shouting like I just did. And then like no music, nothing. And then just silence. And then like a... Like a symbol. Okay, like a ride. Like a ride. F A B U L O U S. Yes. Diamonds are my neck. Bitch, I'm fabulous. Capiche. 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 Yeah, we're working on a list. It's going to be a fun game. And I figure it's the kind of thing that we could play multiple times with multiple people, see who gets the best score. Yay! Uh, so we're working on that. That'll be fun. 
<laughs> How's things going for you, Bob? How you feeling today in the hot heat? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I if we're talking about friends of the show, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, shout out to y'all. To some shout outs. Y'all look out for friend of the show, Phil Martinez. Yeah, he's going to be dropping an interview with the big dog, Roman Reigns. So jelly coming up soon. Uh, so look for a, a Roman Reigns interview on News Week. Is that a wait? Is it going to be on the website or in print? Should be on the website. On, on leading up to Sambar Sloom. Didn't you just work on something that's going to be in print? Uh, it's nothing special. Hey, uh, the 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 cool. I'll, I'll promote the cool things sure. when they come up. Sure, the things that are coming up are aren't that special. Okay, well, yeah. Shout out to Phil. Congratulations on the big dog interview. Did he get to go to the big dog's yard? No, it's over the phone. Well, hey, you know what? Everywhere is the big dog's yard. Also, I'm just gonna bring this up. Why are you doing this podcast with me? Phil, I know you listen to this show. I feel like I feel like I, I just want to be like I I have my 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 coolest thing I think with any wrestler. With any wrestler. Any coolest interaction. Maybe the fact that I'm I'm on that Evolve DVD accidentally fucking up the show when I was talking to Matt Riddle. And and then maybe the second is like getting a high five and a photo with Ethan Page and his gatekeepers followed up by the Dirty Daddy photo with that shirt. That's that's probably like my wrestling highlights. Uh, oh, and also Jack Swagger stood me up at prom. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that fucking photo? Oh. Yeah, I, was, I was talking to him. I was like, look, I'm going to go get some cash and buy your shirt. And he was like, tight, dude. And I was wearing the the old uh, We the People, the red, white, and blue limited yeah. edition shirt. He's like, I love the shirt, man. I'm like, I know. And like I wasn't gonna ask him for a photo, mostly because I didn't have the extra ten dollars he was charging for him. Sure. But I was like, "Yo, I've been a big fan of yours for a long time." And he's like, "We were chatting up for a few minutes." I was like, "Look, I'm gonna go get some money. I'm gonna come back and buy one of your shirts because they're cool." Also, word up, your website's broken because I was gonna just buy one off your website and it's not it's not working. He's like, "Oh, thanks for the heads up." And then when I came back with my money. He was fucking gone. He packed up his merch booth. He was supposed to be the halftime show of that tier one show. Remember, he was supposed to do yeah. a bunch of stuff. Ahead, and he just fucking ghosted. They're like, sorry, I mean, folks. Jack Swagger like left. It was really hot. I don't. It was really hot. I don't necessarily blame him for not sticking around for the halftime show. But I. it took me like 20 minutes to go get my shit together. And then he was like, he was like already pieced. I was like, I was going to buy a shirt. You fuck. Fuck you, Jack Swagger. He's out smoking weed in the parking lot waiting for his Uber. <laughs> yeah, you go. Oh, I remember because we saw, I was like, yo, he left. And then we went outside. He was out there smoking and he's just like waiting on. He jumped in the Uber like right as we walked outside. I was like, wow. You know what? Get fucked. <laughs> nah. Whatever, dude. I don't care. I got but, to see him wrestle as Jack Hagger. Yeah. Or something hag i don't know if fka jack. jack swagger yeah well look the point but, i was making is uh that was a couple weeks ago point i was making is is, is is okay is phil i know you listen to the show sometimes dog and i'm just saying i'm i appreciate you not swooping in here and wrecking our home and taking bob for me to do a much let's be honest probably better podcast <laughs> you know where where you guys actually are maybe on top of shit and somewhat more professional and occasionally cooler things. You might have somebody other than Jim Hacksaw Duggan open up every week on the show. <laughs> if you had Phil, Oh my God. If you think if, if Phil, if you're listening to this, you can just tweet or slide into my DMS about this, but just in case Phil doesn't check out this week's episode, Bob, you think if we kicked him like 20 bucks that he would get <laughs> Roman Reigns to be like, I'm Roman Reigns. <laughs> you're listening to the small package podcast. Yes. And then follow up question, Bob. Would you still? Would you want me to <laughs> to use it? I mean, of course, I'd want that to be used, but I think you can just do your impersonations. That's good. I'm Roman Reigns, the big dog. That's a, you did it pretty good last time, and then you just did a horrible one there. Roman Reigns. That's better. <laughs> Bob. Bob slips Phil the twenty bucks, and he's like, "Okay, good news, bad news." I'm like, "Okay, like good news." Phil said yes. Oh, sweet. Okay, what's the bad news? But I didn't ask him to record a podcast intro. I asked him to shout out to Lauren. And then I, I'm going to give that to her on her birthday. I record of Roman Reigns being like, hey, girl, Roman <laughs> Reigns. 
Like, you know what? Fair play, Bob. But it was my 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I got you covered, fam. Damn! <laughs> and then also, Phil, Phil's taking you on a little date to SummerSlam, I heard. Whoop, whoop. So, uh, shout out shout out to Phil again. Going to Sumbar Slam. So, you got to take lots of pictures. I'll try. Um, yeah, At man. the Berkeley Center. By the way, when is Comic-Con happening in New York City again? It's in October. October? Because we need to go this year. Because last year, I remember you being like, there's not going to be any wrestlers at Comic-Con. And then there were all the wrestlers at Comic-Con. And I was like, what? What? I'm seeing people I know at Comic-Con be like, oh, look, it's like Sting. Oh, look, it's yeah, like all these I other wrestlers. Yeah, I had that past. I was like, you want it, fam, fam? And you're like... Peace. I was like, okay. But also, like, it was partially because it was like, you were like, there won't be nobody there. There's not going to be anybody at some, at, uh, not SummerSlam. There'll be plenty of wrestlers at SummerSlam. You know what? Let's just move on. You know what? Let's just move on to the show. I think that's for I the best. I got stuff to do. I think it's for the best. Anyway, let's uh, let's open it up with just getting this UFC 227 out of the way. 227 from the Staples Center. Yeah. Uh, good show. It was, it was pretty good. Entertaining. Entertaining. Uh, it was a surprising lack of knockouts and submissions, really. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of con- go, going full rounds. We did not see the super prelims, the, the early prelims on Fox or whatever. We did watch the FX... Um, preliminary card uh-huh. uh which was good there was some great yeah. uh, there's some nice matchups in the prelims uh we saw pedro munoz uh defeated brett johns uh by decision in round three uh bantamweight that was in bantamweight also bantamweight ricky simon got a decision over montel jackson uh we saw um ricardo ramos get a decision on uh i'm gonna fuck up his name Kong Kyung Ho. Is that right? Oh. Uh, in the Bantamweight, uh, we saw uh, Shaman Morais uh, defeat Matt Sales in the Featherweight uh, decision. In the Middleweight, uh, there were two can- there was a canceled match and a canceled uh, women's Bantamweight, so we didn't get to see those, uh, which, was, which is a bummer because uh, Betch Korea was going to be in the women's Bantamweight match. I was kind of looking forward to seeing her. Uh, I haven't seen her since the Ronda Rousey fight. Um, I, at least I haven't. Um, so that was, uh, the prelims, pretty good stuff. Uh, on the main card, uh, late heavyweight match between Gustafsson and Volkan. Oh, fuck. I'm going to mess his name up. Oezdemir. That one was canceled, the light heavyweight. So we didn't get to see that. Uh, Thiago Santos got a decision against Kevin Holland. Just want to throw this out there. Kevin Holland. That was his first fight inside of ufc and while he didn't win he looked strong at moments he survived several moments i mean yeah i thought he was gonna get it's not like it was his first mma no 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 but it was his first one on the let's be honest the big stage of sure sure and he looked good but you can't exactly call the man a rookie walking in he's He's had he's he's had several fights across i think his i think his mma record going into this was like 12 and 3 and then he came out of it like 12 and 4. But this was his first fight in the UFC. He's young. He's got a good career ahead of him. Uh, Thiago Santos. I mean, he's that's just a bad dude, you know? And, and there was a lot of respect in that match. I liked it. And at the end of it, you know, Holland came up and talked to him and, and you know, was praising him and, and, and uh, thanking him for, you know, the experience he got in the octagon. Uh, women's straw rate, straw weight. J.J. Aldrich got the decision over... Pollyanna Viana and uh man it was a it was a crazy fight went to decision that was pretty back and forth yeah uh I mean honestly I I felt like Aldrich had the edge going into the decision but I wouldn't have been surprised if she had lost it but there was a I mean it was it was a good match uh in the end she she did have that reach advantage um uh next fight Cub Swanson uh, versus Renato Moicano in the featherweight division. Uh, submission round one from Moicano. Cub Swanson, man, I felt bad. That dude had the home court advantage. Oh, yeah. Everyone wanted to see him win. Oh, my God. And also, he had that dope mustache, the palm tree <laughs> dick area tattoo. I don't know what that was. 
I mean, dude straight up had, what was it, like Long Beach or SoCal or something tatted SoCal, across his I chest. Think, yeah. I mean, the crowd was going nuts for him, but he tapped uh, about four minutes into the first round. Um, Wasn't and, that the only early decision on the whole card? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was the first one. I don't think in any of the prelims, I think every... No, they were all decisions on prelims. They were all decisions on the prelim, and I'm going in order... On the main card, and yeah, decision, decision, and then his. There was the first non-decision. I didn't watch the stuff on Fox, so I don't know if anything on the super prelims. But sure. I mean, who gives a shit? Sorry. Uh, so then in the flyweight division, we had a championship match. Defending champion Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse versus Henry Cejudo, and man, this was this was a fucking awesome fight. It was back and forth and. And it went to and decision fast, man. These you, you you watch like a heavyweight match, and you're like, "Wow, these guys are nuts." But then you watch, you know, you go all the way down to the one twenty fivers, and those guys are just zipping. Around. I mean, there were times Sayuda started to put in a lock, and Demetrius just was already on the offensive before I could even realize that it would have been countered. I would, I, you know, you would see Sayuda start to like lock something in, and then Demetrius is just like whoop whoop, and now he's on top, and it's, it's, it's the it was the perfect follow up from the last two UFC pay per views we watched, which were all heavyweight dominated fights, mm-hmm. and this time we got to see a lot of faster action, um, and then unfortunately, uh, you know, we were pulling for Mighty Mouse, but Henry Sayudo. Is uh is your new undisputed featherweight champion yeah. or flyweight champion? My bad, second flyweight ever champion. flyweight champion. It's crazy, and uh and uh it was interesting too because Sayudo said he wanted to come up in weight class and he wanted to fight the winner in bantamweight of the championship match. He said he wants that match. He wants to fight up a, up a, a weight class in bantamweight, mm-hmm. and that's that's fucking nuts, dude. The fact that he wants to pack on pounds and come after the winner of TJ Dillashaw and Cody Garbrandt. Uh, bad blood in this match. I mean, bad blood between these two. Uh, no love lost here. They both came out swinging, and and I mean real swinging. And Cody Garbrandt, he came out, and every punch he threw was like he was swinging for a home run. And uh-huh. unfortunately, it cost him dearly in the first round. He slipped up a little bit. He started taking blows. He was fighting dead on his feet. He took a fucking brutal head knee. And then the next thing you know, they're calling the TKO round one. What about like, give or take four minutes into the round? If that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Garbrandt just, he didn't look good. I mean, he looked good for like maybe 30 seconds. And then it, it, went, it went bad quickly for him. And TJ Dillashaw knocked him out. That's it. Mm-hmm. Team Alpha Male or whatever the fuck that that was. So UFC 227 a success. Uh, I don't have any information about the buy rate on it yet. I don't know if that information's all out yet. Uh, following the match, uh, CSAC let uh, put out their list of injuries and medical suspensions. Uh, Garbrandt is uh, medically suspended for 180 days, no contact or until cleared uh, for fracture to the right hand. Uh, minimum 45 days, no contest, uh, 30 days, no contact due to KO loss. Kevin Holland got a medical suspension of 60 days, no contact or cleared for lacerations to his left eye. Alex Perez, 60 days, no contact or cleared for laceration to the left eyebrow. Uh, Buren, which I think was on the super prelims, 60 days, no contact for laceration to the top of the scalp. Brett John suspended indefinitely or until cleared for facial injuries, orbital fracture, and uh, Jose Torres suspended 40 days, 45 days, no contest, 30 days, no contact due to KO loss. Um, if they get cleared by a doctor, they can come back to training and and contact sooner. Uh, it, it's all dependent on if a physician who works for CSAC or uh, UFC uh, clears them. Um and then fight of the night went to Sayuda versus Demetrius Johnson. I don't think that's a big surprise there. Uh, performance of the night went to TJ Dillashaw. He got a bonus for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then per- performance, another performance of the night. He also got, uh, they also gave one to uh, 
Renato Morcano. So that's your UFC two two seven recap. I will say, I will say, um, yes. who is the new guy? Kevin Holland. He should. I. I. I think he should have won his match. Like I know they went to decision and everything against uh, Thiago Santos. Yeah, but Santos got busted. I think three times for eye pokes. Wasn't that Santos? Uh, I don't. Who's the eye poke guy that got busted three times and then still won by decision? Was that on the prelims or was that on the main card? I thought that was Santos. Somebody went. Somebody fucking was throwing eye pokes, and they even had to call him on it. I think they called him on it twice, but cameras caught him doing it three times. Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. No, I really desperately wish I could remember which fight that was off the top of my head. Um, fuck. I remember which one you're talking Wait, about. I think it was on the pre-show, because I think the guy getting his eyes poked was like a white guy with a big beard. Yes. Uh, so which means it wouldn't have been Holland. Uh, you know what? Hold on. Give me two seconds. And I can have this answer for you just by typing in UFC 227 eye poke. Um, Matt Sales, that's who it was. Matt Sales, uh, uh, Shaman Marias won that match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even though he poked Sales' eyes out several times. And I mean, blatantly. Right, and and he didn't. He got called for it, but the ref was just like, "Don't make me call you again." That was on the that was on uh, that was on the prelims on FX. I remember that too, and I was like, "This is bullshit," because they had to stop the fight twice. The third due to these eye pokes, and like you said, they caught him doing it a third time. Yeah, and well, uh, I think they caught him the first time, but then they stopped. The ref stopped it twice after yeah. that. So it's it was kind of bullshit. That uh, Marias won that fucking match because I mean honestly they were even Rogan and them were talking about how he should have had points deducted and instead he got warnings but no deduction he was warned the last time if I catch you again I'm going to deduct points and it really cost him and he got he got lacerations on his eye due to that mm-hmm. so I mean it it uh, intentional or not it, it happened three times with no point deduction and that's kind of that's kind of bullshit. But it was a very fun card. Uh, I definitely think I'm going to try to catch the prelims more often during these UFC events because that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it was on FX, too, it's you know easily accessible to a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. And so the next UFC pay-per-view is UFC 228 because they go in order, which is whoa, very whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, very wait, wait. convenient. And that'll um, be in Sept. So we're going to see... Uh, Woodley versus Till at the next one. Is that big headline match? Tyrone Woodley versus Darren Till. Yeah, but um, who cares because 229 is the hot shit. And that's the one where McGregor's coming back. Yeah. However, I'm going to throw this out there. We're going to see a lot of cool stuff on UFC 228, but the real Woodley match that everyone's waiting to see is his he wants to take on Colby Covington. Uh-huh. And that's the whole, like, these two fucking hate each yeah. other. But we will get at 229 Khabib versus uh, Connor. Yeah, Connor McGregor. So that should be fucking tight. Uh, uh, everyone's interested to see if McGregor can get his title back. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, I'm, more, I'm more surprised that Connor's actually going back into the octagon. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, he doesn't have to. Right? You'd think. He's pretty set up. Um, I mean, we'll see. You'll see. UFC A <laughs> And that was the last time anyone listened to the small package show. Anyway, let's get back to wrestling, since that's what you're probably here for. Uh Raw. Go. So basically the only major storyline that advanced on Raw was the Paul Heyman drama. Um and yeah, I mean if you haven't seen it, go on YouTube, check it out. Paul Heyman's promos, uh, well, his interview, not necessarily a promo, but his interview is amazing to watch. Uh, he is just a, you know, just disheveled, depressed husk of a man. He's And it's not the first time we've seen that Paul Heyman. He's got a range. He's He is, he is a better actor than WWE deserves. 
Oh yeah, no, like I mean, he's uh, it, it, it's a great interview segment with him and Renee. Um, basically, just confirms that he's not working with Brock, and he's scared of Brock, and you know, nobody's seen this level of, of Brock, and and he'll definitely win in SummerSlam, and Roman should be afraid. Um, so he's still putting Brock over, but he's not quote unquote officially Brock's advocate anymore. Sure. And they asked if there's a new Heyman person guy or girl. And Paul said kind of teased it, but he definitely did not outright confirm anybody. Sure. Um, who do you think personally you would like to see Paul Heyman represent? I mean, the obvious answer is for him to go rep Rhonda. Sure. Um, She's not bad on the mic. But realistically, he should get somebody like really needs a, some new person. He could be Occam and Razor, however they're saying I guess. it. guess. Because they did let go of Paul Ellering. Yeah. And I mean, think about it. They're big, bad dudes. They're not, they're not great on the mic. They're they, okay. They're not, they're not bad, but it's just... I feel like they could become better. Yes. But, I mean, that's Paul's specialty is... That's why I thought it was, like, really unnecessary when they put him with uh, Curtis Axel. Because Curtis Axel's fine on the mic. Yeah. And also, when he put him with Cesaro. Because Cesaro uh, also... Cesaro needed him, especially back then. Yeah, but it did wind up not really doing that much for Cesaro. Well, anyway. that's because he never put Cesaro over. Yeah. This was well, before my time, but everyone's general of complaint of that issue was he was still yes he was repping cesaro but all he was doing was talking about brock right i mean that's fair play but also cesaro can can cut a promo yeah he's okay him and sheamus have been on fire this is the best i've seen they're okay that's the this is the best thing i've seen for them i think if you're gonna say other than cesaro was same as say that authors of pain are okay i guess that's fair i guess I don't know. I th- I personally think that the bar cuts pretty good promos and the tag division it's on SmackDown live. Other than the fact that the, of our beef about bludgeon brothers, never fucking being there and being the champs is really good right now. There's a lot going on in SmackDown, but we'll get to SmackDown. Uh, anything else you would talk about from raw? Uh, Ruby rides back. Yeah. Nice to see her, even though there's still pushing a women's tag division without officially announcing that they have a women's tag division, even though everyone kind of already knows that they have a women's tag division. Sure. It's just a little frustrating. Also like fair. They have Sasha and Bailey who have now come up with an actual tag team name. It sucks. It but sucks, it's a name. but it's there. <laughs> um, <laughs> it sucks. And so but it now they're obviously feuding with the Riot Squad, and they are a built in tag team. Sure. And it's just like, just. Who do you think of Riot Squad? It. What lineup squad do you. What lineup squad? What lineup for Riot, for Riot Squad do you think goes for the tag titles? Uh, I mean, I think they'll probably do some kind of New Day style free birding. Oh, okay. I feel it. But if they're fighting for a tag team match, it, Ruby's definitely going to be in it. I would uh, guess with Sarah. Sure. Oh, by the way, you for, you never mentioned uh, uh, besides Rhonda. Who do you think you would like to see Paul with? Just before we move um, on. Anybody else? Is there anyone else you think that right now could use Paul Heyman? I'll probably get shit on for it a lot. Sure, but if we're talking about building the next group of people, like sure. if he's looking long-term future investments here. Yeah. yeah. I could see Mojo. Hmm. It is interesting because Mojo is built physically and he's not bad in the ring, but when he talks, it really does just, kill any wrestle boners in the room yeah especially when he was a face honestly his heel stuff hasn't been too bad yeah but well but paul's not as good at face managing i mean when brock was kind of tweening and the crowd was just all behind him he's okay with 
keeping the crowd into it if it's a face. But in terms of building a face, I don't know if Paul's the right guy for that. He's very good at building a heel. Uh huh. He's very good at getting his clients that heat just by talking. Um, you know what I think would be super interesting? What? Is if after they finally go back to their idea of breaking up Sasha and Bailey, uh-huh. if he managed a heel Sasha or a heel Bailey, either could be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. And I, I think I, I think you could I could hear him cutting promos for the boss. Him him with Sasha I I would be okay with. Him with Bailey I'm not so hot on. Sure. But the idea of him with Sasha I think is great because you can already see her being like I don't need to talk. I'm the boss and seeing him Yeah, and her being a boss to yeah. a person. Yeah. It makes sense. Like, I mean, I think it's a fit. Live the name. If Ronda, have Ronda would be interesting, especially since she also has the MMA background and is a legitimate badass. But, I mean, she seems to be doing fine crushing mics. Eh, that bounce is funny. Funnier was the video you sent me where the microphone goes off into space. Uh-huh. Uh, anything else you want to talk about from Rao? Rao, Rao, Rao. I mean, really not uh, a lot. Seems like it was advanced too much. No. I mean... Ziggler and McIntyre beat Seth Rollins again. Yeah, right. congrats. Two guys beat one guy in a Kev- match. Kevin Owens got a show interrupted by Braun. Yeah, I mean, again. I guess Braun flipped flipped a stage, which was I mean that's, another wacky Braun antic. I mean, that's cool, but like we've but se- we've seen him flip bigger things, bigger and better. We've things. seen him flip stages before. We have. I, I'm just saying. It, look, all I'm saying is what would be truly impressive. Is if he flipped the Barclay Center? <laughs> if like literally, center. literally, they just put like a giant like industrial jack under the Barclay Center, and then just cut oh, like, yeah. the whole I could sta- see a broad, the whole stadium starts shaking, and everyone in the arena is like, "Oh God, is it an earthquake?" And they cut to the outside, and Braun is just gripping the foundations of the building. There you go. Have him flip that. But Kevin Owens got chased away. D- do you think that he's going to win the briefcase and cash in off Braun? I really hope not, but I could see it happening. I mean, if if Kevin Owens wins against Braun, yeah, I feel like that's almost 100% confirmed cash in that night. Yeah. If they pull the trigger, they're going to pull both. Yeah. If Braun retains, I could see him coming out after the Lesnar-Reigns match. And then just sort of teasing it and being like, I got the briefcase. Yeah, they do a stare down. Yeah, a stare down. I definitely could see that. Yeah, no, if if, if Braun retains, then Roman's going to win and they're going to do a stare down. If KO, if wins. KO wins and gets the briefcase, then I feel like they're almost going to do a recreation of Mania 31. I don't think that he would enter the match with Brock. I think here's personally, because think about it, Brooklyn's a smart a smart crowd, right? It's going to be fucking rowdy. Well, yeah, but I can imagine, you know, the match going on 10, 15 minutes, the both yeah. guys are starting to get tired and, you know, you're just like, okay, here it comes. They set up like the Superman punch, yada, yada. And then Kevin Owens music hits and the crowd goes fucking nuts. He comes down, does what like Alexa does, smacks everyone around with the briefcase, right. says, get the match going, pin one, two, three. See, but I don't think that he'll get a a, a a triple threat like added to the match or DQ the match and then get it. What I think that they will wind up having happen because WWE and tell me if you disagree after you hear this out loud. If this thought enters your brain and you disagree with it, you tell me. I think that they'll have Roman pin Brock, right? He'll pin Brock. He'll put his arms up, you know, be like, ooh, uh, you know, arms raised on the turnbuckle. Kevin Owens runs down to the ring and then hits Roman with the briefcase and then immediately cash in and pins Roman one, two, three. And uh, the crowd will pop for that because Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. So everyone in Brooklyn will be booing that Roman won. And then popping when Kevin Owens cashes in and wins. I I truly see that happening in Brooklyn. I don't know how you feel about that idea. 
I guess we'll have to see how it plays out. Spoiler alert. I may have just spoiled SummerSlam for y'all. Wow. Wow. That's confident talk. All right, Bob. Anything else you want to talk about from the Raw show of of importance? No. Okay. Smackdown Live. And then there was a bunch of promos that we'd already seen. AJ Styles. Promo. No heat. Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles is going to be a fantastic match. I'm excited for the match. So far, since he since he flipped the table and beat AJ up from behind and signed the contract, haven't really done too much for me. Samoa Joe cut a pretty okay promo uh, talking about how AJ's a bad dad and he's going to beat him up and choke him out. It was fine. This promo. And not impressed, right? This yeah. is lackluster. Randy Orton cut another promo. He just cut another fantastic promo on Jeff Hardy a week or two ago. It was truly a great promo about him having been the legend killer, and now he's he wants to be on top again. And then just dragging on. Uh, Rusev was like, Aiden English, we're cool, bro grabs, but stay away from ringside. I'm going to go be there for Lana. Of course, Aiden English comes out to help save Rusev from... Uh, Andrade Cien Almas, and somehow it back and to the left, back and to the left, caused Lana to somersault off the top rope into the ring. I mean, I know you're you're just kind of repeating what they said on the show. Shut your whore mouth. But also, look, if I am climbing up on your couch like this and you come and knock me right here, I will fall this way. That's how gravity works. Oh, yeah, Bob. Show, <laughs> show me that ass climbing up on my couch. No, Bob, I'm not getting it. I need some further explanation. I mean, that's fair. I don't know. It is what it is. Anyway, Rusev is mad at Aiden English. She was again. leaned into the ring. Yeah. And she got pushed from behind. Aiden, Aiden English and Rusev are mad at each other again. So that's going to be at SummerSlam. Buckle up. Damn it. Hey, man, you get to watch the breakup of Rusev Day live from the Barclays Center Arena. Uh, and then what else happened? Daniel Bryan and the Miz cut another promo. Are you at all more excited, or is it just still not doing? Daniel much Bryan and Miz didn't cut a promo, son. Oh right, Byron Saxon. So it was actually him. a pretty funny moment because okay. Byron, they, they, you know, they cut to a camera and it's a straight-on shot of the announce booth, and Byron is like, "Hey, Corey, you're gonna go wild." And he's like. What? It's like, I got an exclusive interview with The Miz. And Corey's just like, Corey can't handle it. He like throws his pencil and just gets so pissed off. It's so funny. But then Byron gets into the ring and he's like, all right, here comes my interview with The Miz. And the Tron comes on and The Miz is like, yeah, what, Byron? You thought I'd actually be there in person with you? (laughs) I'm on a set of Miz and Mrs. (laughs) Which, by the way, if you haven't watched yet, pretty fun show but i'm into it spoilers he wasn't on the set of ms and mrs because then daniel bryan shows up and then he fights him and then bryan gets a uh vase smashed on his fucking head nice uh did he throw another fake baby at him no fake babes no fake babes no fake babes did anything else even happen on smackdown oh the usos are not the usos the new day fought the bar to determine who would fight the bludgeoned brothers at SummerSlam for the smackdown tag team titles and while we deserved a new matchup we've not seen the bar versus the bludgies but you don't get that son even though it was a really good match the new day walk away as your number one contenders. Bob, how you feeling? How do you um, feel about? We're getting it again. I mean, it was a great match. It was. Uh, it was sure. an almost thirty minute match. Like they were doing entrances at like nine thirty five or something, or eight thirty five or something. No, nine thirty five. I meant that. Um, Stand by what you say. Anyway, uh, it was a good match. But yeah, we've already seen New Day versus Bludgeon Brothers, and we haven't seen Bar versus Bludgeon Brothers, and it's like. Yeah. Just 
to the bar. What's wrong with that? It's but like, I guess if you're getting they're the big belts dudes. on to New Day, but they're big. But dudes. I don't want to see the belts on New Day. Like if you're putting the belts, on, if you're taking the belts off of Bludge Bros, then you could have put them on the bar. They haven't won SmackDown belts sure. yet. Like, and also the bar are big. And, they're and, bigger. And if you're dudes. keeping the belts on Bludge Bros, which are fine. Then go with the new matchup over the non-new matchup. Not to mention the bar's been off TV for a while. They just came back, what, last week? Yeah. Week before? Something. Oh. Something. There was that electrical fuzz. I don't know what that was. <laughs> anyway. So that's what buzzes sound like, right? So, so that was SmackDown. It was a show. Uh, overall, what, what letter grade would you give SmackDown and Raw? I mean, cumulatively? Or but or either separately. I'm just gonna combine them. This week's WWE main roster offering is a C plus. Okay, did really push too much forward. Some good, some good performances, some good matches, but a whole lot of dead air. Yeah, so I have to see what they do on the go homes next week. Uh, wrestling news: Matt Riddle might potentially it seems pretty confirmed he signed to the no 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 i mean saying he might the rumor about him being in oh, i mean the triple the rumor homie you're talking about some dude's fantasy booking hey you never know you can it. <laughs> it's i'm also fantasy booking it so take that to the bank and bank it just saying yeah but it's not rumor no sources were cited nothing happened it's some guy saying, hey, wouldn't this be cool? Uh, the ROH and New Japan show sold, sold out. Sold out in seconds, and seconds. I'm pissed. Well, so my day started with me sleeping until 9.30, which is later than normal. Sure. And then I stumbled out of bed and got myself ready to on Ticketmaster to buy tickets. Sure. And there I was, 15 minutes to go, watching the countdown climber. And then the countdown clock got to 10 minutes, got to 5 minutes, sure. got to 3, 2, 1, got to 30 seconds, got to 10 seconds, and then zero. And then the page started refreshing, and then it was just spinning. And I said, okay, fine. And I refreshed the page. It couldn't have been 30 seconds. It couldn't have been 10, 0, 0, 30 seconds. You know? Yeah. And the tickets were all gone. All gone. Yeah. I couldn't get one ticket. I was trying to get three. I couldn't even get one. Sure. In any area. Best best offers. Sure. Nothing. No tickets. And then Phil was like, yo, you want to go to SummerSlam? I was like, I'm back on the good train today. Yeah, you are. Whoop, whoop. Well, I had a gig today, too, so I'm still happy, even though I'm not going to, uh, to SummerSlam or Sorry that you have to watch Sumbar Slomp solo. Alone. It's okay. It means I can... Maybe you'll just do it something else. Cry into my beer. Uh, you don't even drink when you watch wrestling at home. I know. It's a metaphor, fool. Dude. <laughs> You don't have to play like that. I'm also, gonna, that's not a metaphor. <laughs> I was, that's the Say Anything song. I know, but that's not a you, you, Shut up. Into a beer's Let not a me metaphor. be dumb. I'm just going to find. I'm going to make you happy. I'm just going to cry into an empty cup and yes. drink tears. Good. Uh, more WWE news, wrestling news in general. Uh, uh, SB Nation reading this. Cage side. ROH doing everything they can to keep Cody Rhodes, Omega, and the Young Bucks from going to WWE. Uh, we know that WWE is currently trying to t- sign as much indie talent as they can. And uh, and the word is is that they are very aggressively trying to sign uh, as much independent people as they can, including the Young Bucks and Omega and Cody. Uh, and that this whole MSG sellout thing is probably definitely going to add to that. Um, Omega has expressed interest in going to WWE. Young Bucks have not dismissed the thought. I don't see Cody going back. At least not anytime soon. I don't see him going back in the next two or three years, for sure. He's he's still killing it on the indies. Like, he's still living it up. The fact that he could theoretically sure. main event a show sure. at Madison Square Garden, not in WWE, sure. like... Hell yeah. And and the fact that he could be the fucking um 
NWA champ at the time when doing it. Yeah. Because he's fighting for the NWA champ uh, yeah. at All In on in September. Yep. I mean, I don't I just think that Cody is still mad at at WWE for how they treated him and, you know, keeping him as Stardust for so long. I mean, he did his best with the gimmick, but I think that he's enjoying this run on the indies. I don't see him going back anytime soon. Um, but Omega and the Young Bucks is certainly interesting, and maybe they could unfuck up and unbotch this whole Gallows, Anderson, Finn, AJ club thing that they've got going on. You know, they've already established the club in WWE. Maybe you could have a faction war spread out over the Raw and SmackDown rosters. I mean, how cool would that be? And you have Fish and O'Reilly and Adam Cole, baby, in NXT. How cool would it be? I think we've even talked about this on the show to have Omega, the Young Bucks, maybe Cody, maybe not, and maybe even someone like Skrull come to WWE and have the club or even fucking call it Bullet Club and have them take over. And, and it'd be another NWO kind of situation where it's like the club have infiltrated NXT. They've infiltrated SmackDown, especially if AJ Styles is champ. And if Finn got another shot at the Universal Championship, have, have the Universal, the WWE Championship, and the NXT Championship all held by people in the club. And they're like, we run this organization. It's not WWE anymore. It's the club. Just saying. It can be cool, I guess. Hey, and with Trips being all down with the two sweet, you know, have the authority just turn turn too. Uh Ricochet was injured, apparently. There's a report that he tweaked something back in the European tour for NXT. Uh and that uh he's been out of action for a little bit. Um and uh, Meltzer reported that the word is the injury is not serious, but officials want to give him a chance to heal up to SummerSlam. So they said expect to see Ricochet back at SummerSlam. Um, you know, so there's that. Yeah. John Cena announced that in Shanghai, he will be unveiling the new six move of doom. Yeah, he's got a new finisher. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Inspired by his time at the Jackie Chan school for stunts or whatever. I'm excited. I want to see this new six move of Doom. Well, he'll be, he's been confirmed to fight Kevin Owens at the Australia show. Sure. Uh, just saying, if it is confirmed, it's a finisher or it's just a six move of Doom? I think he said it was a finisher so in the because he talked about how the aa doesn't work people away anymore and he's like i need a new move so do you think this comes after the aa in the five moves of doom maybe shoulder tackle shirtle tackle you can't see me aa and and then and then what uh top rope move you think? Maybe. Top he's, rope Cena? He's talking about something that he learned from Jackie Chan. It's got to be some crazy flashy stunt. What if it was... Well, because we've seen him do the springboard stunner, which I'm going to be honest, was cool when he brought it in because it was very unexpected. We've seen him do Rana's from the top rope. We've seen him do Rana's. Maybe... Do you think when you say top rope, are you talking avalanche move or are you talking like a dive? I'm talking like a dive, like a flippy shit. What if he did a backwards handspring into like a head scissor takedown? That's not really a finisher, though. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool, though. What if he does the 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 one inch punch and just stops some dude's heart in his chest? That's not Jackie Chan. That's Bruce Lee. I'm just saying. I'm sure Jackie Chan knows it. He could have taught it to him. <laughs> you saying Jackie Chan can't do a one-inch punch? You step to Jackie Chan. You let me know how it works out for you, Bob. Look, Jackie Chan is great, but that's... I don't think that's the style of... that he knows. You know what? 
Hey, hey, you know what? You know what? Just leave me alone. Fine, I'll leave you alone. Go ahead, carry the rest of this episode. All right. So, uh, in other news, don't you dare. Okay, go for it. Uh, Renee Young has been confirmed that she will be uh, commentating the entire episode of Raw next week. Swoon. Re- any any replacement for Coach is a good one. Yes, even Otunga, I'm saying that. Um, but mm-hmm. Renee could prove to be pretty good. Uh, a lot we'll of people see. are hyped. A lot of people are hyped about this. Yeah, she did not really have a great show. Self-admittedly, on her behalf, uh, she did not have a great showing when she did... Uh, commentary in nxt but that was years ago uh she has much more time to practice and get comfortable and so we'll see on monday how she does sure sure what other news you got babo um cm punk's being sued by colt cabana by colt cabana because he's he's a fucking asshole I guess so. From what it sounds like, and again, this is all from other people's reports, and then what you know, it's all he said, he said situation. I guess you know, because I guess Punk told Cabana up front when they got sued, "Hey, I got you, fam. I got the lawyers. We'll be all represent us together." And then at the end, he was like, "Wow, you must have eaten like." 40 bucks worth of shrooms and like 100 bucks worth of weed. So I'm going to need that money. So whenever you get the chance, the story goes super troopers. The story goes tell us more. Colt and punk used punk's lawyers to represent them on the case. They racked up 500 thousand something plus dollars doing this at a certain point the lawyers say yo colt we're gonna still rep punk you gotta do your own thing and so colt goes out and gets his own lawyer he racks up a 200 plus thousand dollar debt with his lawyer Punk says, yeah, okay, uh, you got to split our lawyer costs and your own. So bye. And then he's like, no. And so Punk goes, fine, I'll cover my lawyer costs. You have your own lawyer costs, which still is putting him like almost $300,000 in debt. Yeah. And so now he's like, um, fam, you said all all costs yeah. not your costs and so that's why he's suing him which to be fair yes cabana had him on his podcast but it's what punk said that yeah got and, him into trouble and i mean the whole thing goes back to uh aman sent cabana a hey take this down request and cabana said we should take this down and Punk went, no. And so they didn't. And then Aman said, all right, here comes the lawsuit. Again, if you take it down, I will drop this. And Punk goes, no. So Cabana left So it Cabana up. was going to play along and just drop it. But, Colt, but Punk is the one who is like, we ride or die on this, brother. Ride or die, and, fam. And then just like Vin Diesley, it turned out he was the bad guy. Hey, what? he was only the bad guy to save his so, next wife, who wasn't his wife, but his son. I gotta be honest. I love Fast and Furious as a franchise. <laughs> I love every second of it. I could not tell you what most of it was about at this point. <laughs> I know my brain has retained that it was fun, and I had a lot of fun. A, a lot of fun. And there's good car races sometimes. And a the lot rock, of explosions. The rock, rock bottom Jason Statham through a glass table. They played chicken to the extreme. <laughs> and both should be dead. each other. Twice. They should be dead. Twice. They should be dead from a lot of stuff. The rock broke out of jail. The uh, rock flexed out of a goddamn cast. <laughs> just out of the fact that they needed him. Um, 
got to be honest, I remember a lot of the rock, the rock stuff uh, and even some of the Jason Statham stuff. They broke out of jail together. I can't wait for the spinoff movie. Got to be honest. I'm more hyped for this spinoff than I am for Fast 9, which is, you know, it's going to happen. Uh-huh. But I'm just like, uh, I remember in 5, they that fucking Tyrese was dragging a fucking bank vault around Rio. That was pretty cool. They uh, dropped out of a fucking airplane at a, what, a tank or a bunch of cars. It was, it's tight. I couldn't tell you what most of the plot's about. I know that... Uh, Oh my god. Why am I blanking on his name? I I can't remember who it was that died. Paul Walker? Paul Walker. I uh, my brain was like Paul Rudd and then my brain went that's not who that is. You like Paul Rudd. You've worked with Paul Rudd. He's a nice guy. At least your brain stopped you from saying Paul Rudd. Yeah. My brain was like that's not right and then the other part of my brain was like mm, Paul Rudd's the only Paul I know. Just say Paul Rudd. Do you want to see how much a young Jim Needhart looks like a perfect blend of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens? Yes. Sorry, audience at home. You can Google this one for your goddamn self. I do want to see this, though. It's all three in one picture. Oh, my God. It's like they had a baby. That's wild. Google search that on Reddit or something. Yeah, of course it was. Any other news you want to talk about? Not or anything really. you wanted to add about the punk cabana thing? Just punk. Stop being a punk. Stop living up to your name. Wow. Bob putting them on blast. All right. Well, that's all we know. That's that's all we got. Let's let's we I say wrap it up early. We're like five minutes ahead of when we normally are. Dude, uh, so early, dude. I, I can't honestly UFC is what made this one go so heavy. We had a lot to say about that. It's a good card. Well, yeah, but because nothing happened in on WWE. So. I mean, New Japan sold out. I, I did we mention WWE. that Keith Lee debuted on NXT TV? Oh, we didn't. Keith, Keith Lee's, Lee. Bas- Keith Lee's there. Basque. So yeah, I was bummed that I can't Basque. go to the NJPW ROH show, right. but maybe I'll just go to take over Brooklyn because that's the same night. Well, I Wait, guess are you going to that with Brooklyn. Phil? No, 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 no. So this is WrestleMania weekend 2019. Oh, 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 oh So oh, oh, oh. I don't know if it'll be, ta- I assume it'll be take over Brooklyn because they'll sure. be at Barclays, but even though Mania is going to be over at MetLife. Mm-hmm. Um, They're going to throw off the numbers of the Brooklyn point one. is, if they do, well, no, because that year they're not doing SummerSlam in New York. Oh. SummerSlam's going to LA that year. Oh. Um, point is. Point. If they do a takeover that night, uh-huh. there's a very good chance it will be a super evolve from 2016, 2017. Because oh, yeah. you'll probably have Keith Lee. Keith you'll Lee. probably have Matt Riddle. Yeah. You'll have. Did they? There was talks about Fred Yehi getting signed, but he's on MLW now. So I, I haven't. Know. I haven't seen anything about Fred Yehi getting signed. I do know. Uh, well, also Kyler Riley. We saw him on Evolve. Yeah. Uh, uh, if if there's talks of Austin Theory going up. Oh yeah, I've heard that too. Um, also. Who was it? For, who was it? Ricochet. Who, we saw Ricochet, Ricochet and Evolve. That's true. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of Evolve talent going up right now. It's pretty cool. Um, all right. Anything else? We'll wrap this up. <laughs> Bob Twitter at Bob Feckety. Newsweek.com. Search Bob Feckety. Read his articles. Whoop. Shout out to Phil. What's Whoop. Phil's Twitter handle? At Philip Martinez. At Phil or Philip? Philip. One or two L's? Two, I believe. Better look that up for you fuck up his shout I'm out. like 85% positive. Oh, man. Philip He's going to take someone else to L's. SummerSlam if you fuck up his handle. Phil, just throwing this out there, buddy. Old buddy. Oh, old pal. it is at Phil underscore Martinez. Wow. But there are two L's. Wow. There are two L's in Phil underscore Martinez. At P-H-I-L-L underscore Martinez yes. on Twitter. Yes. Hey, you know what? Bob totally fucked this up. I'm just saying, if you need a date for Slumber Sam, dog, you know where to at me. 
Slide into my DMs. Like everything else is Philip Martinez. Sure. Oh, hey, his Roman Reigns interview is already up from Newsweek. Whoa, we totally fucked up a shout out. You said he was going to, but it turns out that he did. Go to Newsweek.com. Check that out. Phil, just saying. I'm a lot of fun. I'm a lot of fun. Just saying. Right. Hey, Phil, take a take a man you've never met to a wrestling show. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We've interacted on the social meds, uh, like the kids say. Social anyway, meds. Social meds. Anyway, well, that's fine, Bob. You do you, fam. You follow me on the socials, the social meds at CB Poindexter. Uh-huh. And you can uh, follow the both of us on Facebook and Twitter at Small Package POD. POD like the band, but it stands for the word podcast. Oh. Uh, you make sure you follow us on Facebook because we post whenever we go to wrestling shows. I'm sure Bob like SummerSlam. Fuck you. Hey. I'm sure Bob will post lots of fun pictures from SummerSlam. So much fun. Yeah, you'll have so much fun at SummerSlam. I will. I'll post sad pictures to our Facebook of me watching it alone with 40 pounds of ribs because Mike probably doesn't care to come over for SummerSlam either. I'll and eat all KT the wings myself. Won't either. He won't. Probably he's living in Jersey, man. He'll come over for SummerSlam. Maybe got my back. He probably won't have school the next day, I guess. Yeah, KT. Unless KT school starts, then he- we'll have all sorts of fun, Bob. Hopefully, you're not invited. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm not invited. We'll look for you in the crowd. Anyway, you can also follow us on Twitter. Well, last time they went to a show, they were, they did make it on the background of the pre-show cam behind the set. So. There's a chance our tickets could be good. Our tickets could be good. Damn. Anyway, you uh, follow us on Twitter. Tweet at us. Blah blah blah. We'll read it on the show. You know the drill. Anyway, you can follow. Uh, thank you so much. Wow. For tuning in. Wow. Well, this Just is wrapping this one up. Yeah. For Corey Pointex, I'm Bob Peckney. What? <laughs> You're listening to the Small Package Show. Hit it with it, me. Small Package. <laughs> Wow! Give me good Bye! Oh my gosh!